guys. I'm Lana Turner. You're listening to Perfect 10 Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me and my lovely guest today, Bill Devlin. Did I say it right or did, it, did I emphasize the devil part? No, that's, that's perfect. Devlin. Okay, we were talking about yes. before, Devlin. And of course, Aaron on the board. Hey, guys. The newlywed Aaron. You're married now officially. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're off the market, Aaron. Off the market. Does it Sorry, feel good? <laughs> uh, yeah, it feels great. Congratulations. Yeah. I'm very happy for you. Thank you. You just did the justice of the piece. I, no, I like the way the he... Whole, oh, I thought you said you went downtown. The venue is downtown. Oh, I misunderstood. Yeah. When you say you went downtown, downtown, I'm just like, oh, you went and... Yeah, yeah, I figure. So you were on the roof of... Of a, yeah, very fancy building. Yeah. Oh, so fancy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't... Oh, I totally misunderstood. I thought you just did the... Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm going downtown where you start the wedding and you end the marriage. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I got it. I figured out he was at. There's a lot of nice venues downtown. Totally, downtown's yeah. awesome. I like the way he looked at your your ring finger just to double check that you're married. Like, when, yeah. when he said he's married, he, <laughs> he has to look down. Yes, yes, I am. Yeah, I was never big on wearing a ring because I always felt like the ring doesn't um, prove anything. Except now you do look at other. It's it's not for you for your own like self to re- I mean maybe it is you have to look down to remind yourself but I feel like it's for it's more for like stay away bitches look what I got right I don't know yeah, well, <laughs> look at this I've I got a lot of bling I, on mine you've got you draw attention to I've the fact like, that you're uh, married I think there's like 35 diamonds in this ring that's and it's beautiful <laughs> yeah, I don't know I was thinking I don't know how many sapphires are in mine it's the beautiful ring. Yeah. Is this the but, opposite? The guys are talking about their rings? Like, <laughs> probably. Oh, what a lovely ring you have. <laughs> See, when you got the... Yeah, you're like, how, how valued are you in the relationship? <laughs> they, yeah, but they're, what you're saying about your rings is that you're both hot pieces of ass. Right. You deserve a nice ring, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. Good for you guys. <laughs> That's good. Congratulations, Aaron. Thank you. I'm very happy for you. Um, Charlie is not with me today. Charlie is my dog. She's oh. a black lab, and she's she's been coming with me on um, when I record. She's awesome. She's a service dog, so she can go anywhere with me. Um, except, poor girl is getting spayed today. Oh no! Yeah. Well, I mean, it's good. Well, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I was just. She's a year and a half, and I was like, I can't have anything else on their period in my house except for me. Right. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> I can't dogs, barely deal with my own. People don't really think about that. I used. To, you don't know. I used to breed dogs. I had show dogs. What kind? Uh, Doberman Pinchers. Really? Actually, oh. I had the number one show dog in the entire country in 2001. Really? Like you would yeah. go to shows? And... Yeah, I would go to shows. What's that yeah. movie? The like, yeah, like what? Yeah, what? Um, best in best show. Best in show. show. Yes. Oh my! Was it? Is it as crazy as people getting? <clears throat> I got to tell you, no. It's crazier. The, the people are nuttier. The people are crazier. <laughs> best in show just scratched the surface on how crazy the dog show people are. Oh my gosh, that's so fun. Okay, so you actually won in the Doberman category, like best Doberman in the country? I had a, well, what happens is they 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 rack up points. So each show you win, say if you beat 200 dogs, they you know then you get 200 points. And then if you beat 1,000 dogs, and it keeps going, and my dog ended up, you know, beating, I don't even remember the numbers anymore, but it was thousands and thousands and thousands and uh then there's rankings, so my dog ended up ranking number one, winning. It won 70, one of them, I had a couple of them, but one of them won 72 best in shows. Wow. So then if Does that mean you had to go to all the different uh, No, it's a weird kind of a thing. Like you're, if your dog gets to a certain level, you have to have a handler and then a backer. Like so, because it costs a lot of money. So my dog actually had a guy that spent, like he gave the dog like a $500,000 Prevost bus that the dog would travel in. What? Yeah. 
man. But As a like comedian, like a are you just star. like, seriously, my dog gets yeah, to ride go the visit, bus? Yeah, I go visit my dog. You know, I knock on this fancy black Prevost bus. And like, oh, come on in. Yeah. <laughs> it's like chilling on a couch in there. That's hilarious. Yeah. Wait, so, so your dog went on the road? My dog was on the road. On tour. Yes. On tour with his own bus, yes. That's there's hilarious. There's like a line of poodles. I was just going to say, yeah, was he getting scoring <laughs> yeah, tons of dogs? Yeah, there's poodles. Pussy like, all over the road. Hanging out at the pool, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, but that's what it's about, right? For breeding, right? And once they get all that, those accolades, then they become like a hot yeah, stud. Yeah, well then, um, yeah, a male becomes a hot stud, yeah. And I'm just sitting there. So, so did you make money on your dog? No. Was, um, that, a, was that part of the deal or is it? It's hard to make a lot of money. The right, I mean, I think there's certain shows now. You could have put you, him in a regular SUV and pocketed the Prevost. But, rent. We, but he would get. He'd get like fifth. His sperm becomes valuable. Right. So yeah. So if he, it's just at home they call it. Your dog if off. they, if they, they <laughs> call on. The, the language is really funny because they, you know, you're gonna breed the bitch. That's what they call it. Mm-hmm. Breeding the bitch, and he'd get fifteen hundred bucks for every time he. Every time he bred a bitch. When when there was a successful. Pregnancies? Did, was, did he actually have to be in the room Successful with her? Successful or not, if he did his job, they pay the money. But is he actually? Do they just um, like take his sperm and, and inject it into a girl, uh, or do they actually put them in a kennel together and let him go? It depends the situation, but yes, yeah, sometimes uh, they would do that, collect his sperm, which I, I got to tell you about in a minute. <laughs> or otherwise, otherwise we would just you, you would supervise it, and you'd have to actually hang on to them, and so nobody gets hurt. Because dogs, I don't know if you know, they lock when oh. they breed. The male's penis swells up and he locks inside there that for like 20 amazing. minutes. So, <laughs> Sorry, so you have to hold. Sounds so, like a really good time right now. So, yeah, so I'm what lonely. you want to do is hang on to the dog. You want you got to hang on to them so the bitch doesn't like go running away and stretching out his penis all over the place. <laughs> oh, is that what ha- Like that's what happens? They the, the female tries to get away? Well, she might. You don't want that to happen. Oh. So that's bad. So wait, and then it it hurt. Is it in, it injures the male? It would, yeah. It would stretch his. That's sort of junk. A reproduction error. I mean, on the I, part of nature. Well, yeah, I mean, well, I don't think they normally do, but because people are around and we're kind of a lot of pressure. Yeah, there's too much pressure. Like I think in nature, if they just meet and they do it, you know, they're behind some bushes and they're like I don't know what happens but I, but it could happen just since they're both valuable nobody wants anybody to be injured so it's wait, so did you have you had to supervise wait what was your dog's name uh this particular dog was Pippin so you would have to supervise Pippin's sexual relation yes yes i would would you be holding him back <laughs> <laughs> like how do you you said you have to hold him so that well first i'm encouraged or, come on do it you yeah. can do it come on yeah, pippin you guys, you guys should be standing around like singing love songs like, <laughs> yeah first you play yeah fluffer yeah yeah basically i was a fluffer for my buy, dog buy her dinner yeah, yeah. Stu- lady yeah. in the tramp exactly. it was kind of like that wait so okay but so you said that they somebody has to hold i guess you're holding her, the the girl not the not him because you don't want her to yeah just... you're just holding her so she doesn't run away and so was that your and nobody gets bit sometimes you get a crazy like it's so funny crazy dog bitch. talk crazy bitch <laughs> and she'll try to bite your dog or something uh-huh you know so you got to make sure that doesn't happen because she doesn't want any part of this breeding situation sometimes they do i mean if they do but they don't that's why crazy (laughs) i will i love you i hate you i love you i hate you wow yeah pippin yeah how many times did pippin breed like how many puppies have Uh, uh, quite a few a lot right a lot of puppies yeah 
And so, he, well, well, I was going to tell you, so the first time I took a Pippin to be collected, have a semen collected, I didn't know how that worked. I thought like there'd be just some machine or I had no idea. So <laughs> I go into the veterinarian's office and all of a sudden this beautiful veterinarian woman comes in, snaps on a rubber glove, puts on some lotion and starts whacking him off. Seriously? Yeah, right in front of him. Like, <laughs> and he's looking at me like, oh, I'm getting whacked off. And I'm like, how do I get in on some of this action? Like, <laughs> did you what have, the hell? And I'm paying for it. Did you get her number? I'm paying for my dog to get whacked off. That's so ridiculous. Funny. Yeah, at the end you're like, hey, uh, you, I like how you did that. <laughs> <laughs> right. You really, you really yeah. knew what you were doing there. Yeah. It was kind of an awkward. How long did it take? Take her to get him to finish. Not long, not long. Like she's she knows good. what she's doing. She knew what she was doing, and she did it well. Wonder how many times she had to do that before she just got it down. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know if she needed practice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. She's she's got a lucky boyfriend. That girl. That. <laughs> well, she's a vet too. Yeah. She's like, oh, guess what I did today? <laughs> yeah. I had to jerk off three. Dobermans. Yeah, but when she goes to her doctor in 20 years with Raging Carpal Tunnel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's that hilarious. would be. <laughs> that's a, like a side effect of that profession. That so was... do you, wait, do you still do this? No, no, I, I, ha- I haven't done this. Was, I was all, this all happened in Minnesota, my hometown. Was this before you were in doing stand-up? Uh, it was... Yeah, it was pre-stand-up. I was, um, before I did stand-up, I don't know if you know, I did, uh, I was in an improv comedy troupe. I did not know. Yeah, I started out doing improv. It's related. Improv. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, it was Wait, kinda... where did you see you're from? You... Minnesota. In Minnesota. Paul, so Minneapolis. The... So that's where you started doing improv? Yes. Okay. And mm-hmm. and have your dog, Pippin. Yes. In... Okay. And then I had another dog, Edna, female. That was... Uh, also a show dog. She was a show dog, and she also made it uh, into the number one ranking. Was she an offspring of, of Pippin, or did you ever keep any of the puppies? Uh, they were not. They were related, but they didn't... Uh, no, they were... Let's see. They're bloodlines. you got to be careful with the bloodlines. That's a big thing, you know, the bloodlines and all that. With um, the breeding. With the breeding, yeah. But no, they were they were totally separate, separate occasions. Um, we didn't have them at the same time. Interesting. Yeah. Charlie is a full bred, like a full blood black lab. Mm-hmm. And so she came with papers, but I have no interest in, in breeding a dog. Right. It just doesn't, it just doesn't seem right to me. Like I don't, I, I believe in adopting dogs and mm-hmm. that whole like, no, I don't need to make any more puppies. But she, she came with papers. It's, it's kind of a long story how I got her, but she's awesome. Such a good dog. Um, I got her for the kids because kids really need a dog. We had, I had a dog, though, that was an English bulldog, Hoochie Mama. I love bulldogs. <laughs> they're really funny. <laughs> but they're so inbred that she was so like, you know, they're just fucked up. Like when you talk about the bloodlines, I guess. They have a lot of problems. A lot it? of problems. Yeah. And she was... Awesome, but yeah, like yeah, people that know dogs, every full, uh, every breed has their own issues that people deal with. But one, one thing I was because you mentioned you had a female dog that's getting spayed is that uh, I never realized until I had all these these dogs running around that you know yeah when dogs have their period they're bleeding all over your house yeah it's like what the hell is happening here yeah and they're like lick themselves a lot to cle- try and i understand i haven't seen it but did you ever use like they have little doggy panties <laughs> she no she hasn't had her she she had one heat with the people who had her before but mm-hmm. she lived out in the desert outside 
So I don't think it was really a big deal for her to go into heat there. Mm-hmm. But I mean, no, I, I would never, I mean, gross. Yeah. it's <laughs> Yeah. Like I said, it's bad enough when I have to deal with with it. Like I can't, I'm, I, I can't stand it. It's horrible right. for me. So, well, so. you won't have to after today. Yes. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah. I, but yeah, that's, so yeah, you had to deal with that with your dog because you wanted her to mate. So she had it all the time. Like, yeah. What is you it, like could, once a year, twice a year? It's, I think every, yeah, six months. Ugh. But yeah, you just have to deal with it. And then when you have multiple females, do they I'll go to heat females, all at the same time, like uh, humans? Yeah, they 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 sync together. So now blood's going all over the, the place. And not only that, but they're really horny, and so they like start humping each other. The female, like you know, right? He's, well, I had a dog that we thought about breeding. Yeah, and, and so she years. was humping everything. She tried to hump a kid's foot once. <laughs> That was bizarre. When she was in heat or just... Yeah, when she was in heat. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're horny, right? Yeah. But That's what nature's telling them what to do. Yeah, but, but yeah. they're horny on their period, which I think is a little backwards. Well, isn't that when they're fertile? <laughs> or are they fertile right before they... Like, for... W- women ovulate, I think, right after their period. I think if I remember... I, like, Maybe right before. Huh? No, I, I think it's right after... Wait, I can, I can actually you check. Should, you should know I this. I should know this. <laughs> You've I, had children, even. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I should get spayed, to be honest with you, because then I don't have to worry about it. Cause... But yeah, the female dog, the bitches, they they get horny, and they they take turns being the who's on top. And really? And they hump each other. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. it's... Uh... That's why Interesting. it's people, nature. Nature at its finest. Yeah, you, we women ovulate like one, two, three, four, five, like six days or so after we finish our cycle. So maybe oh. that's why they're horny during their period because then right after, once they start, and and else you can get pregnant like three days, like three days before the at least for w- women, like the sperm can live inside for a couple of days. So there's like a three or four day window on either side of the ovulation that we can get. This is really, I'm not like, this is a, yeah, this is a lot of gross. <laughs> Somebody just vomited in we there. We got to change the subject, but Aaron, you will find out now that you're married, women will do get horny during their period. I'm sure he knows that and you already. you have to deal with yeah. But I have this thing too, like I, I think, I have, I think real man doesn't give a crap about a woman being on the rag. I think that that's like, I mean, does that freak you guys out? Not at all. All right. What about you, Bill? No, uh, no, it's part of, part of it. Yeah, hey. see, I actually d- no. It freaks me out a bit. I but the guy, honest. I think guys get more interested. You're, you're, you're more of a man than I am, Aaron. Uh, I mean, it's it's odd. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But I feel like guys probably get more interested too in a woman when she is ovulating because she'll put out more of that sex appeal and, the, and, and there's probably mm. like even more of an like just an odor or like whatever nature delivers for us because. Yeah, You're horny, yeah, totally. and you give off signals that this is the time. We just keep going on that uh, period conversation. <laughs> we <just>, we got to <laughs> shake it loose. We just can't get All off right, well, let's it. get back to the part where the dogs are actually fucking, because that's the <laughs> part that everybody's really into, <laughs> is that you have to hold this girl down because she's going to rip off the dude's, the, the dude dog's dick. <laughs> can't that's, even say that's about, that's about it. So then once she's done, you separate them and, uh, you know, Pippin goes on his way and everybody's happy. Interesting. But they would, so when you have a dog like that, a lot of times they'll, they'll ship the bitch. They'll ship the <laughs> Isn't bitch. Isn't that fun to say? Oh, yeah, you a... look like you don't want to say it, but, uh, but you really do. <laughs> say it the way you want to say it. Like, not the way you're Well, one of my favorite, I got to tell you, one of my favorite terms in, in dog speak is if the female's having puppies and you're helping, it's called whelping the bitch. Whelping? Yeah, whelping the bitch. I'm whelping the bitch. 
Like you gotta call in. You gotta, I can't come in today. I'm whelping the bitch. Meaning she's birthing the <laughs> yeah. The pups. She's birthing the pups. Yeah. <sighs> So it just sounds so bad. It's like he's whelping the bitch. What the hell is going on over there? Anytime you can use the word bitch, it's got to be fun. You can use it all the time in, in dog speak. That's so funny. So you went from from doing whelping improv and whelping bitches to stand-up? Yes. That's a, that's you just jump right in there. And photography. Yeah. I See, we have photography. that in common. Yeah. But yes. so, do you have a facility? Or do you, like you own a studio that you take with you? Uh, when I was in Minnesota, I owned a studio, and it was a it was a big business, and I had a bunch of photographers and everything working with you. Working with me. Oh, yeah. cool. Um, when I uh, moved to LA, I first got a studio, but realized I really didn't need to, you know the expense is you know having a studio in LA. The exp- I just, so I realized I can just freelance, and um, if I need a studio, I'll just rent a studio. That's great. Um, yeah, there's plenty of and places. just have the job pay for it, and uh, there you go. So I don't have a studio. Interesting. Yeah, well, I mean, I um, I love photography so much. I actually got my degree in photography. I was an art degree with a focus in photography, but I worked as a professional photographer. I was a, uh, did stills photojournalism mm-hmm. for years. Like um, at 19, I got an internship at the Associated Press in Houston. So I was like really into it. So you were doing, were you doing film? Was this, I don't know. Did you? No, no I mean. Uh, was digital? Di- no, back then it was film. Yeah. Film. Yeah. We we're just starting to digital. That's how old I feel I am mm-hmm. right now. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out, Bill. Oh, you look um, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Photoshop. <laughs> that always <laughs> yeah. helps. <laughs> now, um, yeah, I was processing film. I used to, I used to be a, I used to run film for the, uh, some of the other wire service people because I was low ranking. I, mean, I was interning and doing other stuff. So I would run um, out onto the NBA, like uh, the Houston Rockets games and stuff and grab film and then run back into the back and process. So I did the, mm-hmm. I think it's the NBA finals in 94. I was working out of processing film. I'll probably have cancer one day because yeah. I had my hands in so many chemicals. Wow. But, and Aaron yeah. just, you, Aaron, right? You just yeah. got married. So yep. so talking about that, so weddings, you, you probably got how many pictures? Did you get your pictures? We yet? haven't gotten them back Okay, yet. but you'll probably get like 2,000 or yeah, 3,000, yeah. yeah. depending upon the photographer. Yeah. Uh, back in my first wedding days, we shot with film and they were medium format cameras, these huge cameras. And uh, we would we'd shoot maybe a big wedding was like we'd shoot a hundred pictures. Yeah, yeah, maybe more. Yeah, because the film's so expensive. But about yeah, well, it was a dollar a shot. Every time you clicked, whether it worked or not, it cost you a buck. Right. And so there was no like you know today it's just a completely different thing. I still shoot like it's film because that's the way I was trained, and I still have to edit the pictures. So I still just, I manually set my camera and I make sure the shot is right and I shoot it. I'll do a couple of them just for safety and then I'm done. I don't sit there and shoot 10,000 pictures of the same thing. Well, that's kind of the point of being a still photographer is finding the moment. Right. Not just shooting every moment and then selecting one when it's right. Done. And then people think, oh, I can fix it later or whatever. I mean, I'm you know, I'm talking about getting the shot correct right. too, so there's not a lot of adjustments later. But yeah, then I'll just I'll like stalk if I'm if I'm trying to get somebody laughing, I'll just sit there and be patient and wait till I get that shot or whatever it is. Right. If and it's candid. I think that's really that's that's the point of being a still photographer. Otherwise, yes. you can just have a film camera. And then just freeze frame images. Right. Well, I don't know if you know what happened is that because of digital, everybody thinks they're a photographer now. Right. Like everybody thinks they're a photographer. And now everybody has a phone 
uh, you know, their camera on their mm-hmm. phone and everybody, but they know, but most people know nothing about lighting or subject or anything, you know, they, they, they're not photographers. Right. But in well, the meantime, a, a so much to know, <laughs> but in the meantime, they're taking away from all the business of photographers. So like in LA, it went from like, there's five, say there's, I don't know the actual numbers, but say there's, there was 5,000 professional photographers in LA. And then overnight it grew to like 20,000. Right. Cause everyone, and in the meantime, these people are taking horrible pictures, but they're still taking the business. So the business has completely changed. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Well, you know, in the on, on the reverse end of it, um, what happened for me was I had an internship this uh, at a major newspaper in Houston. It was the Houston Post. And about a week or something before the summer started, it was my last semester before I finished college, the paper folded. And so um, I had just sort of had this idea that I was going to go from college to internship, do my last semester, and then get hired at that paper because I'd been working there anyways for all those years. And that was right when papers were big, 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 big papers. They've been there for hundreds of years. We're, we're going out of business. So all of these amazing shooters were done. They have no place to go as all the papers are. And that's when I was like, maybe this isn't my future. Mm-hmm. And then I started figuring out other things and found comedy. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Now you're saying just the opposite. Everybody's a, a photographer, so it's killing Everybody the other. Everybody thinks they're well, a photographer. Well, because that's the thing, though. The, these these people who are shooting journalism, now one or two wire service people can go and get the image, and then mm. they post that. Yeah. from like If, if there's a, a game, there used to be, you know, the sidelines used to be filled with photographers because mm. every media outlet would have their own shooter. Now it's just it's a Reuters, an AP guy, mm. like a couple of other people on the side, right? Yeah. Um, and so now, and now everybody's also shooting the other end of the business from what you're saying. So if, like, if you bailed on that and went to do weddings, it's like, fuck, you can't, you can't make a living in any way. I know. And let me just say, you are not a photographer. If you're listening to this and you think you're a photographer, you are not. Chances are, it's pretty good. Pretty good chance. So when I said not. to you before, I was like, "No, I'm a photographer." You're like, "That was bullshit." <laughs> no, I no no. I, I haven't actually you. done. Well, no, any... you said you studied. And you no, I haven't for... done any shooting in a mm-hmm. long time. But I, um, but yeah, I was, I was, I was. That was my whole thing for a long time. It's yeah. funny because I was so introverted too back then. I'd wear a baseball cap and jeans and hide behind the gear because you don't want to be noticeable when you're shooting stuff. So I would just hide. But, yeah, it's, um, it's funny. I, I, I like it. I've, I have, uh, I've, got, I've got a story for you, a photography story, where when I first came here, um, I was hired to shoot uh, the, an Oscar party, an Oscar red carpet thing, uh, an event. And uh, I don't, I'm just terrible. With, I'm one of those people that's even, I'm just really bad at, at recognizing stars and who they are. And I'm just like, like I'm one of the worst. At I'm it. that way too. When I see somebody that is famous, I think I know them from somewhere, not from like it's hard to identify, right? Right. Yeah. But this thing, so it was at the Beverly Hills Hotel, and uh, so um, and I, they had a pre pre thing, like a uh, whatever, a meet and greet, like run through of what's going to happen. I was the only photographer that showed up for it, and I showed up in a black suit, and I looked really good, and you know, and so uh, the people that ran it thought they knew me. 
right? So they're like, oh, this is Bill Devlin. Oh, of course I know you. They didn't know. Yes, we know you. Uh, and then they go, let, let us introduce you to the sponsor of this huge event. And so they introduced me and like, this is Bill Devlin. Now he is the photographer of the stars. Now all the stars know him and he knows them. So what he's going to do is he's going to follow you around on the red carpet. He'll introduce you to the stars <gasps> and then take your picture with them. <laughs> and... I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's what's going to happen. I'm going to do that. So I get to be on the red carpet. And what ends up happening is because it's Hollywood, well, what happens on the red carpet is they always have a sign, number one. They have that little slate that say who they are. So I see that. I see who they are. And I'm like, hey, Lou Diamond Phillips, this is blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm like, I'm Bill Devlin. You know, but people always act like they know you. <laughs> if you come up and act like they know you, they're like, oh, hey, how you doing? And it, it, so it's all so fake. So I did it. I pulled it off. <laughs> it was pretty funny. So who are some of the other people that you got to see on that red carpet? Do you uh, even remember? It doesn't even yeah, matter. Lou Diamond Phillips was one of them. Big. Gary Busey. Uh, uh, Ed O'Neill, right. uh, from you know, yeah. it was, it was, you know, that's kind of cool though, yeah. right? Like I always felt like my camera opened up so many cool doors for me. Like when I when I first started, it was right out of high school, and I was shooting, you know, for like the shitty neighborhood paper. But because of that, I was able to get press credentials, so I could get into concerts. Mm-hmm. So I'd start going down to the big. Th- concerts and sh- I mean I got to shoot everyone that, <laughs> that sounds funny but, <laughs> yeah. but I mean I was like you know three feet from Van Halen and all kinds of cool like which actually this is kind of kind of cool um, this Saturday night is a big party for my my kids school and when we talk about LA and how bizarre and weird it is because like you just rub shoulders with people all the time last year's party slash played at the elementary school <laughs> really? fundraiser. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, I, like, as he walked on stage, he bumped into me. I was like, that's... And then I was right, like, in front of the stage. There was only 300 people or something at this party. So there's always a surprise guest. I don't know who the guest will be this Saturday. But it's, nice. it's a, like, pretty rad. So, yeah. But I used to shoot these concerts, and I would go... And you get backstage passes. I used to go in to the locker rooms after the games. So I'd be in the, in the Rockets and wherever, the Spurs locker room and, you know... Well, yeah, it's fun. I got you hired see to their do. Um, I was hired to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, did anybody whelp the bitch? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. No, I, I would go in. They always had um, milkshakes in the locker room after the game, and I would go in and get a milkshake, and there'd be like, you know, milkshake and look at their and dicks. Look at their dicks. <laughs> like you'd be sipping on, like creepily <laughs> sipping corner, on a milkshake, milkshake looking, looking at, at their... the giant. <laughs> Basketball player cock everywhere. Oh my god! Yeah, you don't have you don't have to look up from the ground. I did not have that experience. No. I didn't. You didn't go look at the. I don't at like the dicks locker rooms. The... Even as a guy, I hate locker rooms. <laughs> I don't like to see hairy asses and dicks flopping around. No, I just did a nudist comedy show. Oh my god! On Wednesday night. Really? Yes. Where? Talk about dicks. At, well, at a nudist camp. It, no, it was in a little theater in um, in uh, Studio City. And every, everybody was naked. Yes. The audience. Everybody. Wow. Everybody gets naked, and it's it's. I did it once. Were it, you naked? Yes. Wow. Yes. And I, you did do comedy naked. Yes. Man. Yeah, I think actually one of the comics from the show is going to come on the podcast in a couple of weeks. I've got him booked, but it's yes. I mean, it. I did it a couple of years ago. Oh, maybe a year and a half ago, almost maybe two years. It was 
for I literally had a panic attack. Like I had to go in the bathroom and I was like, <laughs> before I had to go on stage. Um, That's like living the, the nightmare dream, yes. right? I'm on stage <laughs> naked, naked trying to do comedy. And I'm visualizing and you're the doing audience it, You naked. have to like, yeah. Well, no, you have to visualize them with their clothes on. Right. Oh, it's, <laughs> That's harder to do. <laughs> it was so funny. This last time, it was, there were probably maybe three or four women in the audience. And it wasn't a big crowd, but they were, it was all dudes. And uh, it before is really funny. There's so many funny things that happen at these at this. You have a lot of dicks flapping around stories. I, I see everybody <laughs> naked at some point. Bill, if we hang out long enough, I'll probably see you naked. Not because not intentionally. Right. I just have this way. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the, it was so funny because there was it's a very small theater. And so the only bathroom in the place was back behind the stage where we were hanging out during the show. And so they did. They did the show and then they took an intermission before the feature act and then myself, the headliner, went out. And so pretty much everybody decided to use the bathroom. So there was literally a train of naked men lined up while I sat in the back. Like, I was like, this is the most bizarre (laughs) experience. The guys just walking past and saying hi. And they're all like super happy to be nude. They just like it. It's naked. all guys. Are it you sure this wasn't some kind of a guys. trick just to get you You're naked? naked. <laughs> <laughs> if it was, it sounds like, like you've been. Uh, you, I, a, I got duped. You were duped. That's the word <laughs> I was looking for. I, I don't. Yeah, probably. I mean, I don't. It was. It was interesting. I mean, I think a lot of the guys actually aren't straight. I think there was a, like. I mean, obviously, there's a large percentage of dudes that were not straight at that mm-hmm. event. So, um, I. I mean, I don't. I don't know for sure, but. How'd the comedy go? Did you bring your guitar? Yes, which everybody says to me, well, at least you can cover up something. Which do you choose, right. your boobs or your vag? And I said, it's Sophie's choice. Right. So I just put it where it normally is, right in the middle. Because <laughs> <laughs> I can't play down here or up here. I'm not going to play mariachi style. Mm-hmm. So, no, I mean, once you're there, you're there. So Wow. Yeah, I have to say, as a performer, it really, it's helpful. Because, I mean, it's very challenging be that vulnerable yeah i don't know could you do that could you go on stage no naked, way. aaron no way well aaron doesn't go you don't no, ever I don't get perform, on stage but, yeah no, I you, have you ever been to like a nude beach or a nude no anything no no have you bill no never done anything like i'm that? not i'm not i don't know I, i'm i'm a very shy kind of a person um i turn out the lights before <laughs> i have sex with my wife <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see anything i i don't I, I would say this about myself. I used to be, when I described myself when I was taking photos, as very shy. Like, it's funny because they have a National Nudity Day. And I was sent to shoot at a nudist colony. I was in Texas, and I think it was in Lubbock. Um, it's funny. They have the Bluebell ice cream place, I think, and Texas A&M, and a nudist colony right there. It's just, like, really bizarre. So they melted ice cream on their naked <laughs> bodies. Right. It was crazy. <laughs> I, well, the funny thing was, though, I went out there, and I did not go naked. I just brought my gear and my coat. And I was walking around, and there's all these people naked doing things like rollerblading and playing pool and playing guitar and swimming. And I thought it was so crazy, and I got the funniest photos because you can't – in that situation, you don't want to, you can't publish photos of people naked, so it has to all be implied nudity. So I had to find the right angle, like the tree blocking the butt crack, <laughs> with the, you know, that type of stuff. Like the Austin Powers kind of Yes, stuff. exactly. So I have this, and I, I put them in my portfolio, they're hilarious photos. But then as I, I knew about the, the place, and I was like, you know what, that was a really 
amazing place to photograph. So I called back over there and I was like, you know what? I was out there for a nudist day and I want to come back. But I felt like I, like I wouldn't be trusted in my clothes because it wasn't the special day where they were letting people come in and shoot. And what I wanted was to take pictures in the pool because there was all these naked people. And so mm-hmm. I got an underwater camera and I shot pictures of people like milling around in the water naked. And it was cool. But aren't most people really not that attractive? I mean, don't. No, they're not. <laughs> or saying is most people are not attractive no, naked. Yeah, like totally I, not. I once I did a show. I did a stand-up comedy show at a, a swingers sex club. Oh, I've never done one of those. Yeah. I mm. actually met a guy who booked him and I said I might do it, but I I already get enough of that after the show, regular show. Have you ever had anyone ask you to swing with them after a show? To swing with me? Yes, I like a couple maybe, come up and ask you to I don't think I'm partake. that hot of a guy. To but be you're honest. on stage. You're a comic. I feel <laughs> yeah. like co- guys who are stand-up. I, it's funny. We just recently talked about chuckle fuckers um, on the podcast because I feel like mm-hmm. guy comics get people that, that – who was it? I forget who we were interviewing and said that they, they have like 15 minutes of superpower after you get off stage. Mm-hmm. People just – they don't under they, – they, they, there's that wall that is down. Right. And also because it's your act, not necessarily, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, well, anyways, you've never <laughs> – I get approached sometimes. I mean, I've, get, I've gotten approached, but yeah. I mean, just being – I've been married for so long that I'm just kind of immune to it, I think. But right. I did uh, – I was not married when I did this uh, swingers? swingers sex club thing. I thought, oh, that Where might was it? be kind of cool. It was uh, near Lake Elsinore, the middle of the desert, middle right. of nowhere. Where swingers would That's where you'd imagine they'd be. But then <laughs> this was my experience. So then when the people started coming in, that's when I realized, and they started coming in, and they started getting naked right away. I mean, it's weird. There's like two king beds pushed together and well, During your show? <clears throat> rooms. No, they kind of gave me a tour of the place. Wait, wait. So but, it's a facility devoted to swinging? Yeah, so I mean, and there's all these sex rooms in there. There's different rooms, like there's the pool table room. But they said that's just a ruse. If you ask somebody to come in and play pool, it just means you want to go into one of the rooms next to the pool table and bang. So every room is just a ruse. Yeah. Here's the ping pong room. <laughs> yeah, nobody actually you, plays ping pong. We just put a table in there. Ping pong. <laughs> yeah. But but they, the people started coming in and getting naked. And immediately, but they're immediately, also physical with each other. Like they're getting naked and touching and like rubbing. Not, well, not, yeah, a little bit. But the, for, oh. then I realize that the people that are getting, you know, that go to these places are the people you don't ever want to see naked. I don't want to see. What's this. the point of the comedy show? So if the pool table is the room where you can go, find, yeah. the comedy show is <laughs> we invited the comedian out here for what reason? And then they had a woman bef- <laughs> go before me that really wasn't. Uh, she was a member there, and she thought she was funny. And so she was one of. The, she found out when she got on stage, she's not funny. <laughs> like it was. She this, totally tanked. Does that make it harder to like swing after, or is it just then that's just pity I don't know. Well, I got up there and I just decided to do the dirtiest act that I know, and then that just went over great, and everyone was laughing, and then yeah, and then at the end, yes, I was approached. By mm-hmm. those people, this guy's like, oh, you were fantastic. Would you like to go bang my wife over there? Seriously? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think so. No. Uh, was he naked when he was shaking your hand? He was That's not so... naked, but his wife was in some kind of a weird getup that... Uh, his wife like wasn't that bad. It wasn't, she actually wasn't that bad, but he's going to be... I don't but know. he's like watching, like 
wants yeah, to yeah, see his yeah, wife like get banged? It's a three-way. I don't know what happens. I didn't want to find <laughs> out what happened. How, did you get paid at least for like, the gig? Oh, did I get? Yes. Of course. Okay, yeah, good. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> wasn't paid. Yeah, I just making sure. Gig. And they were trying to tell me the extra, you know, bonus of the gig would be I could go like. You know, have a three-way catch an STD and catch an <laughs> for, STD. A, for a bonus. You yeah. get herpes. Yay! <laughs> and actually, on my way out the door, this really hot woman starts. And I'm like, wait a minute, now maybe I should. And then I'm like, and then I rem- and then I realize right away. It just I'm like, you're a hired stripper for the. And she's like, yeah, like she was just coming in to. She was getting paid too to for come entertainment. In and, oh my gosh! So she wasn't just coming in to get banged. So I got out of there. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's a wild story. Uh, you should try it. It's, it was fun. The the swinger, you know what? Yeah. I at this point, like, I feel like I've been doing this long enough to where I don't get real nervous hardly ever anymore, mm-hmm. and I really li- like that feeling of what of the the danger aspect of of doing stand up, right? Like, you know what I mean? When you're getting on a into a weird environment or a, the pressure's on, I like that because I feel like it just makes me that much stronger if I'm doing a regular night. You know what I mean? Like now that I just <laughs> so naked, yeah, that yeah. would make that would yeah, doing definitely. the naked show. Just I couldn't means... do it honestly. I I mean, I, I you know what? Hey, money talks. If somebody <laughs> paid me enough money, I could do it. Um, I could do it. I could do stand up while somebody's whelping the bitch. <laughs> Yeah, you you had no problem watching dogs fuck. <laughs> yeah. So what difference though? I don't say I have a problem. It's like me, me personally being naked. Well, getting your dog jerked off. Come on, let's like recap this whole podcast that we just <laughs> yeah. went through together. <laughs> I draw the line at. Yeah, where do, I don't think we draw the line anywhere. No, no. Where do we draw the line? Aaron over there, he's drawing lines all over the place. Aaron, <laughs> he's hiding. <laughs> I don't know. When it comes to like um, actually sharing your body, that's different than sharing your your soul on stage, right? Right. I don't know. That whole like the swinging thing, that would freak me out. And I've never seen anybody actually, I, I think that would be really distracting for people to be, did anybody, was anybody fooling around while you were on stage performing? Uh, yeah. Yeah, they were. Like straight on getting it on? Uh, well, or? like getting ready, you know, the pre, you know, no, they're just making out, but they're naked and yeah. Like touching and. Yeah. They, yeah. They were touching. and Like the vet. There were also TV sets with hardcore porn playing all while over the room. While you were. While I'm on stage. <laughs> it's pretty hard to compete with. <laughs> yeah. How, how do you? That's why I really had to go dirty. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. You can't be like, so I was walking into the market today. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, that's not good. It was just like. Someone's getting pounded on this. I find it hard to know when you do a gig at like a bar and they won't turn off the football game. Right. And you've got to compete with that. And there's like a percentage of the audience that's watching the TV and you're like, hey, uh, comedy show over here. You can't really. So now it's all in perspective. Yes. Football game is nothing Nothing. to me. See, because you you got that challenge out of the way. (laughs) Once you've done porn, you can deal with a football game. Right. (laughs) That's hilarious. That's so awesome. Um, Oh my God, the time just flew, Bill. You're, you're so really? awesome. Yes. Wow. I know. We didn't even get to talking about half the other stuff we need to talk. You're going to have to come back. I'll come back. We'll do this more. Yeah. You're such an awesome That's guest. That's great. Yeah, thank you. Love Thanks for having me. What, is there I anything you want to promote? Any? Like, oh, uh, well, when is this going to be? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> Soon. Well, hey, well, I've got two shows kind of coming up at the Hollywood Improv. Mm. Oh, you uh, always yeah. do yes. the improv. Yeah. Is it like, it's monthly, it's, uh, right? It's, yeah, it's usually the third Thursday of the month, Some, some right around What's there. What's the show called? It's called Comedy and Cocktails. That's right. With That's... Bill Devlin. 
That's good. And uh, this is every month, so it doesn't matter what when. Yeah, it's every cause... month. So, uh, but the next show is uh, September fifteenth and October twelfth, okay. eight o'clock, Hollywood Improv. That's terrific. And how about online, like me. where people can find you? Social uh, media. dot com. Okay. Yeah. Or Bill Devlin or comedy and cocktails. Right, and they can find you and ask you about jerking off dogs. And you, you can ask me any of that stuff. Yeah, I will teach you. Dobermans uh, probably have big dick, right? A Doberman, I, I would think. Because you see Dobermans, they're All thin dogs, and they've got when they when they get that red penis popping. The out, lipstick is it's, it's, it's so yeah. uncomfortable when your dog it's, gets it's the lipstick. It's weird looking, and uh, I don't know, but yeah. Yeah, I've. It's I, always bigger than you. You'd, you'd, you'd imagine. I had a I guess boxer. if you'd imagine. I don't know why I'd imagine. No. I, not that I would imagine it. No, my <laughs> my boxer would get it. Like it, it like the it would like the red t- tip would like it yeah. would get excited and just like oh dude. Would he be looking at you in a weird way? No, okay. no. It was never, we never had that type of relationship. <laughs> right, but the the English no bulldog, means no. yes, Wolf, Wolf means <laughs> <what>? <laughs> yeah. my English bulldog though she would clean it for him all the time. So she, she and he would never return the favor. Wait a minute, she would lick his Yes, penis? all the time. <laughs> like all the time she'd get under the... Where did the they time. learn that? Where did they learn that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I can't say. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my God. We're trying to wrap this up and then we got get dirty more, again. Yeah, we can't help ourselves. <laughs> it's so much fun. Um, oh my God, guys, thank you so much for listening. I had a really cool... I want to do a shout out real quick to... Um, I had a conversation. I got a, a random call from... I know he's listening, so I want to say, what's up? Um, my GoDaddy guy, he uh, he called me to try and consolidate my website. It was a, uh, like, I don't know what it was. It was a solicitation call, kind of, although mm-hmm. I'm already doing business there. And we started talking. It turns out he's a fan of the podcast. Fuck yeah. I was like, this is awesome. So thank you, GoDaddy guy. Um, so anyhow, oh, if you guys want to write in some questions or hang out online or just tweet at me or whatever, uh, you guys know where to find me. It's Lana Turner, L-A-H-N-A on Twitter or Instagram or the website, LanaTurner.com. And then you were listening to the Perfect 10 podcast. Please come back and listen again. Tell 10 people and have a great day. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Perfect 10. Tune in next week when we'll do it again. Hit up Facebook and Twitter and tell all of your friends and... Well, you get the idea. Subscribe. Visit our page on iTunes. Leave us plenty of comments and a high rating. Check out our website at perfect10pod.com. We'll see you next week. Suckers.